genre. Welcome to the Jane Silent Bob Minute, where we are currently covering the movie Clerks, one minute at a time. I'm Jeff Ferry. And I'm Chris Derkach. And today we are covering Minute 4, which is quite possibly the greatest Waco minute ever. It begins with Dante <laughs> opening the shutters, and ends with Dante dealing with some papers. So basically we have Dante setting the store up for a day of commerce. Right, he's getting ready to start the day. Yeah, this is uh, part two of our uh, Love Among Freaks music video. Yeah. <laughs> They could have just used this in lieu of making one. <laughs> it may have. We don't even know. Yeah. Yeah, we got him. We see that the one shutter opens, the shutter that covers the door. Right. And that's when it goes to edited by. Yeah, we get to edited by uh, Scotty Mosier and Kevin Smith. If I'm, 100, I'm not 100% on this, but I'm pretty sure this is the only editing credit that Mosier's going to get. I don't. Oh, really? Can well, that's the, that's the cast of uh, Smodcast right there. Yeah, that's the... <laughs> So if uh, you want another podcast that's not a Movies by Minute and has a bigger listenership than all the Movies by Minutes put together, <laughs> you can go listen to uh, Smodcast. Uh, what have they been doing it for, about 10 years? About 10, yeah. I think it was 10-year anniversary. Yeah. Uh, that, that show really made me appreciate Scott Mosier a lot more, though. Yeah, me too. He's, like, really, really dry sense of humor. <laughs> and uh, he balances out Kevin, who's, like, kind of crazy and over the top. But I think this is the only one he gets an editing credit for. Because yeah. after this, I think Kevin just takes it all on himself. He said he was editing during the filming of all the movies and stuff. Yeah, so. well, not the first couple. Because I don't know. back then it was tough to do. Like, you needed, like, a, an editing suite. Oh. I know for Clerks, they would they had to, like, send it away. I think Mallrats was the same thing. So that you wouldn't even know what your footage from, like, three days ago looked like until a couple days later. Now it's everything digital. He can do it in a hotel room. Right. Yeah, so we get his credit... With Scott Mosier on top, by the way. Yeah. Well, I, I wonder if he just did it alphabetically. Well, then the next one, it's Kevin Smith on top. Yeah, well, then they just did 50-50. Yeah, they just did a 50-50 thing. Yeah, we see the lights coming on inside a uh, quick stop. This is one of the few shots you get a quick stop that lets you know exactly how big it is. It's small. The, the answer to that is it's not very big. <laughs> no, it's not very big. And why do they have a full shelf of Pringles? My God, there's a lot of Pringles. Uh, you know, Pringles are great. <laughs> also, Asbury Park Press comes up first thing in the front there. Home, oh, yeah, of, home of the boss. Yeah. <laughs> and we see the cat. Do you remember the cat's name? I don't. Lennon's Tomb. Lennon's Tomb. That's the cat's name? Yes. <laughs> uh, again, I'm like 99% on that. Now I can't remember if the cat's credit as Lennon's Tomb or if the cat's real name is that. So I think it's the cat's real name. Or it's, I don't remember. The cat comes up again later, though. And has like an actual interaction with a customer, and we'll look I at that remember to yeah. confirm that. <laughs> yeah, we got a bunch of big lighters in there. Tons of mirrors. Yeah, and uh, the reason why I call it the greatest Waco minute of all time, uh, he cuts the Daily News. I and, saw it. And it says, pray for them on it. It's about the Waco siege. Yeah, it says Waco. Uh, teenagers in Waco, I think it says. Yeah. Kids of, innocent kids of Waco, it says on there. So I'm wondering if this was shortly after the, the Waco siege. You have no idea what I'm talking about. Uh, Waco Siege was a siege of the Branch Davidians, who were like a cult. It happened between February 28th and April 19th of 1993, right. which is like right around filming. And they had a standoff for all that time with the yeah. government, and they ended up burning the whole place down. Right, it wound up not ending well. Yeah, uh, it's one of those real clusters that the yeah. government gets involved in. Uh, nobody knows who really started the fire. 
It wasn't Billy Joel, though. We know that for sure. <laughs> yeah, he didn't start uh, the fire. Yeah, 76 people died inside of there. It was basically a what you don't want to happen during a siege. Yeah. There's a gun battle that leads to a fire that ends up killing a bunch of people, including kids that were inside the place. Right. Overall, not the best time, but I can remember watching it on the news, though. It'd be, every night, it'd be like, it's day 37. <laughs> so you'll see. They're, they Hopefully, they're a little smarter about now when they try to take over weird places like that. Right. Yeah, they don't... See, yeah, you try not to get into a running gun battle with them, if you can... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so he's got his daily news. He's making... You see him starting to make a little coffee, a little Sanka. It gets it all over the counter, too, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, you know what? It's not his counter, and the counter is going to look like that in twenty minutes anyway. So doing that. Yeah. Oh yeah, I see what you're talking about—the producing credit. Yeah, they switched it. It was uh, Kevin and then Scott. That's yeah. why what it was. It was like, oh, I'll go on top one, you go on top of the other. Right. And then apparently he doesn't get a delivery of the Asbury Park Press that day. Yeah. What happened there? He just it just didn't come in, I guess. Huh? I guess they they didn't show. <laughs> or he wasn't there, so they just didn't drop it. Yeah, that seems unlikely though. Yeah, there's a note on the, um, you see the note on the register? And I yeah, I only see a couple letters of it. It says, we have to take the something off from something and keep it. Oh, I didn't, I couldn't even get that much. Yeah. There was also a note next to the coffee maker that had a weird thing. It was yeah, I couldn't read, that one had too many words cut off. Yeah. That one at all. I saw scars and abuse was on there, I saw that. <laughs> yeah, so someone's got like a, you know, 4K, it looks like, to me it looks like we have to take the oxygen off from from Kent and keep it. I don't know. Are they trying to kill Superman? I'm not sure. <laughs> we don't want Kent having any oxygen. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's not what it says, but that's what I see. Yeah, yeah so he goes in and takes a, a quarter out because he's going to... He's an enterprising fella. So this is the first time during the uh, the movie where four minutes yeah. in that, that uh, Dante breaks the law. This right, is first time. Right here. Yeah, first of a few... <laughs> yeah, so he steals a uh, you know a dozen papers out of that. He doesn't. Thing. He doesn't steal the papers for himself though. He puts them in there and then he puts the money back in the register after that. Well, yeah, because uh, his quarter drops back out of the right. thing. But I mean, he just didn't. It's not like he's selling them for himself. He was doing it for the store. Yeah, but he still stole them out of the thing. He well, still stole them out of the thing. That's very part press that runs the thing is probably not happy that all their papers are gone. There's no money in it. <laughs> so he even, uh, the, he even took the front paper out. Which is supposed to be the last one you take. Right. Yeah, he took the one that was the signed paper, too. Yeah. Okay, here we go again. Back in the day, children, there was a thing called newspapers. Right. And they were sold in newspaper machines. <laughs> and up front, they put one newspaper right in the front in the glass so you could see the headlines. And the rest were stacked in there. So put a quarter in or 50 cents or whatever it was. It would open up. You could reach in and grab one. Honor system. And if you were a real asshole, you would take the one off the cover. Yeah. Now nobody can see what's inside. But you could also take them all. Yeah. It was a real <laughs> honor system type thing. Yeah. I guess the theory behind it was, with the exception of Dante in this in this situation, what possible need could you have for more than one paper? Right. Yeah. Like, I'm, I'm going to take ten papers. For Why? What? Well, because I well I sell stuff on eBay, so I could wrap the, the, my item in paper. That would be good for me. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, you're a <laughs> scumbag eBay artist. <laughs> Actually, we were just in Disney World and they had a, a paper machine like that, but it was it was like it was fake. It was supposed to be for the future, and they printed the paper right there. That made more sense to me that than this now. It's the world of tomorrow. Yeah, Disney that's world. that's exactly where I was. <laughs> it's the far flung future of 1982. <laughs> Little, they weren't looking too far ahead though, because nobody even reads the paper anymore. They were thinking it would be printed right there. <laughs> 
Yeah, I went back and tried to read that other um, thing. It looks like, I would assume, it's something scars. So I thought it says worst scars. I can see a D, abuse. Yeah. That's child abuse. Worst scars, child abuse. And then something, was it? I can't see that letter. O, S, E, you don't see. Worst scars, child abuse, something you don't see. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Why would they put that on a wall? And there's a strange little picture underneath of it of, like, somebody with a little kid. Yeah, I saw that, too. That I thought the little kid was Anakin Skywalker at first. It <laughs> doesn't seem to add up with the timeline. No. <laughs> Since that movie wasn't out, and that kid probably wasn't even born yet. <laughs> and I noticed, too, he puts his sunglasses on just to go outside to get the papers. He's got sensitive eyes. He does this a couple times. He's a cool guy. <laughs> yeah, he's got to be cool if you're getting and, yeah, and he also spends the whole movie not wearing glasses, but at a later point we see him wearing glasses, too. Yeah. So. <laughs> It's funny that you say that. Uh, apropos of nothing, I said he had sensitive eyes in the picture right when he goes, ah, oh, shit, when he realizes he doesn't have uh, Asbury Park for us. Yeah. Right over Dante's left shoulder, sensitive eyes. No. I kid you not. <laughs> I'm, going, I'm going to the tape on this one. So there's there's Sinex, there's Bear Aspirin, and right above his left shoulder at minute, or I'm sorry, second 32, is sensitive eyes. 31. Oh, yeah, look at that. Long, sensitive eyes. Well, he needs to get some sensitive eyes going on. <laughs> He's got sensitive eyes. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's how that song went. Hey, it was pretty, I mean, as far as I know. <laughs> yeah, so uh, all Dante's done so far is show up, um, steal the Asbury Park Press. Completely steal it. Like, he paid for it, but then he got his quarterback, so he stole yeah, that. He, he, didn't, he didn't pay one quarter for 15 papers. He paid nah. nothing. <laughs> So he doesn't see... I don't know if this makes him the worst employee ever or the greatest. Right. That's what I'm saying. He wasn't stealing it for himself. He was stealing it for the store. <laughs> uh, and, I mean, we're four minutes in now. I'll make the comment now about, uh, about Brian O'Halloran. Like, I realize this is an independent movie and, like, he was, like, a local actor. I think he's just as good as any actor at this point. Yeah. Yeah, he's good at this point. He has been... I mean, he's on his own for a while still to come and for a pretty good portion of this movie. Right. And it's really, he really has to carry it, him and later on when Randall shows up. And part and, of me thinks that's why this movie holds up so well, is because your two leads carry the movie. Right. Like, they basically, a lot of their, what would you say, 75% of it is just their interaction with customers as it goes along. And they're back and forth, yeah. Yeah. So it's just like, hey, we have these two guys, let's bring in a weird customer. <laughs> a couple more minutes with these guys, let's bring in another weird customer. And that's basically all it is. Right. And he actually does a, I think he does a great job of it. I think if you had a lesser actor, this could be... I mean, I've seen independent movies with some bad acting in it. If four, it people, four people trying to act outside their comfort zone, and right. it can get ugly. If it was a lesser actor, you may have never even seen this movie. It's a good point. <laughs> yeah. Because, I mean, even even Kevin will admit, I mean, the writing helps. Right. Because it gives a big framework to it. But it's not like his filmmaking is breaking any walls here. It's mostly point and shoot. Right. Now, does he say Dante's based on his character or Brian's? Because uh, it, it was him. I guess that was supposed to be him. I guess Dante was supposed to be him, yeah. Because Randall was supposed to be um, Brian, Brian Johnson. Brian right? Johnson, yeah. But then he was going to play Randall because Randall had all the good lines. And if you if you listen to another Kevin Smith uh, produced podcast, Tell Him Steve Dave, they go over it about how they weren't friends at this point. Right. Like, Brian Johnson will show up later in uh, some other movies. He's pretty much everything after Mallrats. Right. Mallrats and Beyond. Yeah. But at this point, they weren't talking. That's why he's not in it, and that's why Walt's that. in it like 50 times. <laughs> right. I, I know Walt's in it a bunch. 
I mean, aside from, you know, the felony that he commits, <laughs> you know, meeting Lennon's tomb and finding out Dante's got sensitive eyes. Right. And then he spilled coffee all over the counter. Yeah. And then he's a mess. <laughs> it looks and, like it's a part of his room, so. And me bumming everybody out, telling them how, how many people died in Waco. Yeah. Thanks for that. <laughs> hey, remember that time a lot of people died? <laughs> Well, I think that's all I got for now. You got anything? No, that's it. All right. So uh, I'd like to send everybody over to uh, DuelingGenre.com. Go over there and check out all the fine podcasts they have there with uh, Scott Corelli and the fellas. Um, they have a bunch of minute podcasts, of course. Um, we'll, just, we'll pick one out to, to uh, pimp this uh, minute. I'm going to pick out Back to the Future Minute. I listen to that one. one. Yeah, and the reason <laughs> I'm going to pick that one... I realized Star Wars Minute came out first, but the first Minute podcast I listened to was Back to the Future Minute. Actually, when we talked about doing a podcast, you told me, go listen to either Star Wars Minute or the Back to the Future Minute. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> I found Back to the Future Minute through some other people that I knew that had appeared on it, and then I was like, oh, I'll go listen to it. Yeah. And then, you know, you listen to an episode or two. The next thing I know, I'm 37 minutes in, and I'm like, oh, well, I'm hooked now. Now I'm on this. And that's how I found the rest of the Minute community. That's how I found everything else, and now I got now on my own second show. Yeah, and probably your tenth one you listen to, right? Oh yeah, and like <laughs> I don't want to talk about how many minute shows I listen to. It's ridiculous. <laughs> I'm up to like eight so, or nine. Go listen. Go listen to Back to the Future Minute. Those guys are done, so all three movies are there. It's uh, Scott Corelli and Nick Menez and the news. <laughs> and the news, and, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so they're they're done, so you can go listen. You can go. You know, uh, take, you know, seven days straight and just listen to a, a bunch of day. It might not be enough time. That may not be enough time. Oh, especially if you listen to their uh, weekend editions. Yeah. Patreon, it's not going to be enough. <laughs> All right, so I don't have anything else. Any other clerks-related business you want to talk about? No, not for this minute. All right, that's all I got. I'm not supposed to be here today anyway. Just so bad to be last three.